Well, hello everyone. I am your host, Colton Prater, and this is the Fires of Revival podcast. And I am honored that you would take the time to listen into this episode. I would just like to say thank you to all of those that have been sharing this podcast, that have been liking it, reviewing it, uh, listening to it. I just want to say thank you for that, and just please continue to do that and help grow this podcast and help get the word out for it and help just share it and help this podcast just grow. I would just like to say thank you to all those that have been doing that and that continue to do that. And before we jump into our message, I'll open up with a word of prayer. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity for me to preach this message. I ask you to be with those listening in that they'll take this message, apply it to their life, draw close to you, Father, that you, they'll use this and apply it so that they can uh, live a closer walk with you, be a better Christian, Father, and just draw close to you. And I just want to say I love you, Father. Thank you for this day and in your Son's name. Amen. So our text comes from Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. Uh, last episode, we've talked about Proverbs chapter 2, uh, particularly the first several verses there about the principle of digging into the Bible and God promising to give us something every time that we have to. It says in verse 4 of chapter 2, as in way of review, it says, If thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of the mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. And how that when we search for, through this Bible, as someone that searches for gold or for silver, for precious jewels and precious stones, that God promises to give us something. And it's referring to His Word that when we search this Bible, God guarantees to give us something. And how that we have to be constantly digging and searching and asking God and just searching this book, Bible book by book, phrase by phrase, line upon line, precept upon precept. And just constantly living a life in this Bible. And that God promises to answer our prayer and to showing us things. Well, now we're going to look at Proverbs chapter 3. And we're going to look at the first several verses of it as well. And how it applies to chapter 2. So this is almost like a stepping stone. Like chapter 2 of Proverbs is the first step. And then Proverbs chapter 3 is the next step. And these steps, these chapters go hand in hand. And apply one with the other. We're going to begin reading here in verse number 1. We're going to read through verse number 7. And it says... My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. So this chapter here, chapter 3, this is Solomon talking as well. So far, what we've read, everything Solomon has said, and I believe Solomon wrote almost all of the Proverbs except at the end. We find out that a woman had wrote the final chapter, and there's a few other Proverbs in there as well. But primarily, Solomon wrote this book. Solomon is the author of Proverbs, and he's writing chapter 3, and it says, My son, forget not my law. So he's referring to chapter So chapter 2 is about finding the law and searching the book. Because in the Bible, another word for the Bible, or they didn't call it the Bible back then, they would call it the law. They would say, forget not the law. That would be another word for us. That would be in today's term. Don't forget the Bible. Don't forget what the Bible has to say to you. So he's saying, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. So chapter 2 is about finding the law and searching in the law and digging into the law and seeing what God has to say to us. And then chapter 3 says, forget it not. So chapter 2 is about finding it, and chapter 3 is about keeping it, and the results of what happened when we keep God's law and God's word in our heart. And that we are, it says, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Meaning we, this Bible, everything that we read should be a heart, it should be in our heart. We should be thinking about it, we should be meditating on it, musing on it, and thinking about it. 
and dwelling on it and letting God do a work in our heart because of what we read. So when we search, we should keep it in our heart. Verse 2 says, For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Saying that when we search in God's Word, when we search in this Bible, and when we live a life that's biblical, when we live a life centered around the Bible, God promises to add length of days and long life and peace. Meaning God promises to bless us. God promises to use us and give us peace and to make us a usable vessel when we live our life in the Bible. It says, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. So basically reiterating what verse 1 says, meaning let not mercy and truth forsake thee, meaning that we need to cling to God's word, we need to cling to the mercy and the grace and the truth of God's word and bind it about our neck, meaning put it around us and we're not going to let it go. We're going to literally live a life in the Bible, write them upon the table of thine heart meaning we are engraving it in us and that when we, are li- when we are reading the Bible, searching for it as chapter 2 says and doing as chapter 3 says and keeping it in our heart, that's what it's saying to do. It says that God's going to bless us and that verse 2 is a promise of what happens when we let God, when we're, rather when we let God's word dwell in our hearts, when we let it dwell in our hearts and live in our hearts richly and we let it take over our life. Verse 4 says, So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. And that when we live a life in the Bible building off of verses 1, 2, and 3, that once we forget not God's word and we write it upon our hearts and God gives us length of days and peace and long life, and says you're also going to find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Meaning God's going to give you wisdom. God's going to give you understanding. He's going to give you context. He's going to help you be able to answer people. Because you're going to find favor and good understanding with God and with man. Meaning you're going to have your vertical relationship with God correct and you're going to have your horizontal relationships with man correct. Meaning that when we're living a life in the Bible, we're going to have the right relationship with God and the right relationship with our neighbors and with man and with our employers and with our neighbors and with our spouses, with our children, with our dorm mates if we're in the college or whatever the case. God's going to help us have those right relationships. But we have to live a life in God's Word. We have to live a life in the Bible. We have to forget not God's law. Verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine understanding. Verse 6, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. That's the one verse we like to quote about God's will, saying that we need to trust in the Lord. Well, here's something for you. If we're constantly living a life in the Bible and reading the Bible, it's that much easier to trust the Lord with all our hearts. Because when we're meditating on the Scriptures, we recognize that our thoughts are no longer our thoughts that we're meditating on what God is saying to us. We're literally meditating on God's words and what God is saying to us, and we're meditating upon God Himself when we live a life in the Bible. And when we do that, we don't have to worry about trusting in our own heart because we're trusting in God already, and that we have to trust in the Lord and lean not unto that own understanding, and that we need to live a life in this book, live a life in the Bible. And God's going to help us to not lean under, uh, lean to our own understanding and to not trust man with our heart, but to trust God with all our heart. And we have to do that. That's its command, trust. That's imperative, meaning God is telling us, you have to trust in me. You have to trust in God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, with all of your strength. Verse 6 reiterates that it says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Meaning if we're acknowledging God in everything that we do, and how we live our life, and how we carry ourselves, and what we say, what we think, how we act, and in every facet of our life, both inward and outward, that if we acknowledge God in every of those, all of those aspects, God promises to direct our paths. So if you're here today and you're wondering, well, I don't know what God wants me to do, or you may be thinking, you know, 
I don't know if God wants me to go here to college or to major in this or to date this person or to witness to this or whatever that you feel like whatever question you have in life. If you acknowledge God in all of your ways of life, if you acknowledge God in how you speak, how you act, if you talk constantly praying to Him, talking to Him, communing with Him, reading the Bible, God promises to direct your paths, but you have to spend your time. You have to trust God with everything you have. You have to acknowledge God in every way. Acknowledge Him in your thought life. Acknowledge Him in your actions. Acknowledge Him in your words. Acknowledge Him in how you live your life. Live a life that is pleasing to God. And if you do this, He's going to direct your paths. If you do this, God promises to direct you and be a lamp under your feet and a light under your path and to protect you and to guide you and to lead you the way He wants you to. But we have to yield unto Him. We have to live a life dependent upon what God has to say. We have to live a life depending upon God Himself. And then verse 7 it says, Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. So basically, it's summing up what verses 1 through 6 are saying, that if we follow what verses 1 through 6 have said, and what basically what I told you earlier up to this point, that God is going to help us fear Him, and He's going to help us depart from evil. That We have to be not wise in our own eyes. We have to fear the Lord and depart from evil. And all three of those things come from spending time in the book. If we spend time in the Bible, if we spend time doing what chapter 2 says and searching the Word of God, and doing what chapter 3 says and hiding the Word of God in our heart, that it's going to become second nature to be not wise in our own eyes. It's going to become second nature to fear the Lord. It's going to become second nature to depart from evil. And serving God is going to basically become second nature, but we have to search the Word of God, and we have to hide the Word of God in our heart. But we have to apply what Proverbs chapter 2 and Proverbs chapter 3 are telling us. And then I want to read one more verse here, and we'll close everything up here with a few more comments. But verse 35 of Proverbs chapter 3, it sums up the entire chapter. And it says, The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. I want to focus on that first phrase. It says, The wise shall inherit glory. You know, I believe every person that spends time in God's Word, as I've said several times, if we spend time searching God's Word and searching the Bible and digging for it like we're digging for gold and applying it to our life and hiding it in our heart, as chapter 3 says, that we're going to inherit glory. God is going to bless us. God is going to use us. God is going to Send glory our way. We're going to inherit glory. We're going to receive rewards in heaven just basically from reading God's Word and studying it and applying it to our life and living out the Bible. When the Bible promises that if we do that, we're going to inherit glory. And it refers to us as the wise. You know, those that study the Bible are wise. Those that make the Bible their life are wise. Those that live a life pleasing to God are wise. And if you want to be wise, do what this chapter says. And I encourage you in your own free time, read Proverbs chapter 3. And if you missed last episode, I would encourage you to listen to that one as well on Proverbs chapter 2 because it goes hand in hand with this message. And I would encourage you, read Proverbs chapter 2 and Proverbs chapter 3. Read each of those once a day for the next several days and just meditate on that and muse on it and just think about it. Let it saturate in your heart and ask God to help you. And I believe that if you do these and you study these chapters out, God's going to give you even more than what I showed you here in these last two podcast messages. And I believe God is going to change your life and revolutionize your thought life and just bless you in your actions. But you have to do what this word says. Because if you follow the Bible, God promises to help you. God promises to answer your prayer. But you have to listen to what God is saying. You have to apply His teaching to your life. You know, I hear a statement a lot at college that says nothing is real until it is personal. And I hear that all the time at college. Nothing is real until it is personal. You know, what I'm saying to you, it might not be real to you. It won't be real until you apply it to your life. 
you have to apply Proverbs chapter 2 and Proverbs chapter 3 to your life. And then what I'm telling you here is going to become personal because you're going to experience it yourself. So I just want to challenge you today. Study the Bible. Apply it to your life. Search the scriptures and see what God is going to do in your life. And you'll be surprised how God is going to use you once you apply this Bible to your life. Once you hide it in your heart. And once you begin to live out and become a walking Bible and just and just living out the Christian life day by day and following this book wholeheartedly. So that's the message for today and let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity, Father. And I ask to preach this message and I ask you to be with those that listened in that they'll take this, apply it to their life. You'll just bless their Bible study. You'll just bless them as they search the scriptures and as they hide it in their heart and as they apply it. And that each person that listens to this, Father, will study out Proverbs chapter 2 and Proverbs chapter 3 on their own time. And that you'll just use them greatly. And that you'll just bless them, encourage them, strengthen them. Help them just to keep on keeping on, Father, and just to study their Bible and just follow you. I just want to say I love you, Father, and thank you for this day. And in your son's name, amen.